Welcome to the Sports Sports Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. And joining us as always is the Sports Outseeder. No, Outseeder <laughs> makes it sound like I am not a tree. <laughs> no, you, yeah, you're I'm, not. You're I'm, out. Right. I am the Outseeder. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'm not a tree, Phil Rant. I also don't know much about sports. That's whereas true. you and Jordan, who I think is having some mic problems, he's yeah. talking into it. But yeah, talk into the mic, Jordan. Into the mic. Into the mic. We've done like the people at home can't hear what you're saying. Yeah, wow. I mean, wow. What? What a horrible thing to say about but Michelle people, Obama. People couldn't Unbelievable. hear that. People couldn't yeah, hear they it. They couldn't he hear it. Yeah. His mic. Well, you know what? If he has something important to say, he'll say it. Yeah. That's the important thing. Yeah, absolutely. What do we got on the show this week, Joel? Oh, we have quite the show. Yeah. Uh, I believe we're having on Lord Edwin Crumpington. Ah, yes, of course. The <laughs> yeah. uh, the tennis expert. Yeah. And uh, and he's he's like the 14th Earl of uh, Dunkister. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so yeah. Tennis expert and uh, British royal uh, with like a long storied history with the game. So that's great. That's right. what's his name one more time? <laughs> Edwin Crumpington. Okay, Lord yeah. Edwin. Lord Crumpington. Edwin Crumpington. If we don't say Lord, is he going to get mad? Uh, I don't know. No, uh, I haven't had a chance to speak to him yet. We'll so never we'll, be yeah, royals. We'll, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's sad. But uh, he's coming on to clear the air. Talk a little bit about. The uh, the Serena Williams incident. Oh, that went bad. Yeah, that at the, broke at the bad. U.S. Open. She Even lost. I heard about that. Yeah, lost in the finals. Yeah. Uh, and there's been a lot of controversy over uh, whether or not the the umpire who who cited her for like a coaching thing and then it sort of unraveled from there. Yeah. Uh, whether or not he like overstepped uh, and and to what degree you know Serena might herself be at least a little uh, culpable for uh, for not maybe displaying the best sportsmanship. Joel, it sounds like you've <laughs> taken sides already. No, the I way mean, you explain that, it sounds very much like you've taken no, I sides. I guess I would side with Billie Jean King, who I think said that Serena Williams certainly could have been more sportsmanlike, but uh, but that does not excuse the double standard that is at play. Yeah, so. that makes her both sexist and racist. <laughs> Hear that, Billie Jean King? <laughs> You're sex. You're a sexist. Bold racist. stand. Billie Jean King noted sexist. Right. You heard exactly. it here first. <laughs> exactly. Taking the umpire's side. Yeah. The battle of the sexes was Billie Jean King versus women. Right. <laughs> oh man, she picked the wrong side. Yeah. I'm so sick of her just cruising on her long history of progressive, uh, progressive politics. Well, you know she's gonna lose because I heard the future is female. I have heard that. Yeah. 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 I read it on a cup, and cups are never wrong. I read it on a t-shirt. Ooh, those are wrong sometimes. <laughs> Especially that I'm with stupid t-shirt you're wearing right now. Yep. It's pointing right at Jordan. Yeah, well, that's true. Oh, Jordan, what a terrible thing to say. Here, you got to talk into your mic. You're facing yeah. the wrong way. No one's no one's going to get any of this, Jordan. It's very strange. He just keeps getting angrier and angrier. Very strange. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that was a very long setup for our interview. Yeah, uh, we do also have a news, news, news. Okay, that's great. Yep, that's going to be coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure we actually have decided to nix our long-running segment, uh, the wide world of weird sports. No, we're not. We have it this. We have no, it. we have one this week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, we have it fucking every week, Joel. <laughs> What are you talking about? Uh, okay, yeah, I, I just thought... Are that, you doing a bit right now <laughs> where, you, that where you're week that we stupid? <laughs> are you playing a bit where you're just the dumb... Do you, where you have dementia? No, Is that Phil, the bit you're playing right now? It's not a bit. Because it's literally every week. <laughs> Joel? 
I guess I guess if you say so, yeah. Uh, but before that, Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Mentos, feel the rush in your mouth. Tim Tebow and Miss Universe are getting serious. I, Tim Tebow's dating? I thought he was with somebody. <laughs> yeah, Miss, Miss Universe. Oh, I thought that he was with somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Subheadline... Reminder that in this case, that probably means not doing it. Oh, yeah. Tim Tebow doesn't do that. Yeah. And uh, he's also super Christian, right? So he doesn't believe in the universe? Doesn't he just believe <laughs> no, that, that, it's yeah. like, <laughs> that it's just like Earth and then yeah. heaven? This is this is a real issue for him. Yeah. Sure. Is that it's Earth and there's some stars revolving around it, but oh, we're man. right at the center. How are those two ever going to get along? They're mm. like a regular mm. Dharma and Greg... <laughs> Because you do know, uh, Miss Universe pageant for a long time has been very stringent about people's understanding of astronomy. Yeah. That's the first thing. Before you can even get in, you really right. have to, yeah. Well, it's tough because you have to win Miss Milky Way, and then you got to compete yeah. against all the other right? galaxies from Miss Universe. Yeah. It's tough. And frankly, there's a lot of non-gender conforming aliens out there. Right. And uh, But here's the thing. You really, you have to hand it, uh, you have to hand it to the Milky Way mm. undefeated. Right. Every Miss Universe so has far. Been from, yeah, so far has yeah. been from the Milky Way. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's impressive when you get right down to sure. it. Well, I also don't think that we know the proper langu- alien languages to explain the rules to people. So they just kind of show up with like <laughs> scraps true. of metal competing. You do and, usually yeah. notice that there's a lot of seeming confusion, you know? Yeah. Like when they, they eat other members of the swimsuit competition. It's sure. like, no, you're just supposed to walk around and be seen. Plus, have you noticed? All the judges are from the Milky Way galaxy. That's true. Conspiracy. That is true. Yeah, the, the bias is apparent. Yeah, but it's pretty <clears> bad. We digress. <laughs> Way digress. <laughs> Tim Tebow and Demi Lee Nell Peters. Wait, does she have four names? Demi she's, she's got Lee, a, a her Nell first Peters? and last name are both hyphenated. So it's oh. Demi... Lee, L-E-I-G-H. Okay. okay. Demi, Lee. And then it's uh, Nell, N-E-L. Yeah. Dash. Peters, P-E-T. Get this, E-R-S. I believe that. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that tracks. <laughs> uh, but they hit a major relationship milestone this week, uh, meeting the parents in New York. Oh, you're going to milk me, Greg? Oh, I got nipples. You're going to milk wow. me? Oh, wow. Oh. Hey, Greg, Greg, got nipples. Right? gonna milk me meet the parents uh yeah t- take t- taking to instagram the beauty queen posted a short clip of both families meeting up in grand central station including a brief photo bomb from her baseball bow baseball bow oh tim <laughs> yeah that's tim that Tebow. took me a second yeah uh yeah it, it should because well like we say hey tim tebow legitimately put together a decent baseball season Okay. Which, I mean, has to be acknowledged because, Jordan, you and I, for a while, we were extremely skeptical of this. Sure. Whoa, Jordan. Wow. Like, just an unnecessary shot at Tim Tebow in his face. He couldn't hear because he covered the microphone with his hands. He he did. He has turned around at this point. Weird behavior, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, Moms and dads in town, parentheses, and someone special, too. Wait, Nell Peters spa- shared with her 1.1 million followers. And if you think 1.1 million sounds like a lot of followers, it's not. keep in mind, yeah, she's Miss Universe, okay? Yeah. So that's, you know, countless trillions of beings right. that aren't following her on Instagram. And like Bad Baby has like 10 million. 
So I don't know what Bad Baby is. She's signed with Atlantic Records. She's the uh, Cash Me Outside, How About That girl from Dr. Phil. Well, all of that could have been in a different language. I work <laughs> in the internet, Joel. I'm an internet being. Technically, I work in the internet, too. I come just, on. I t- <laughs> come on, Joel. Let's get serious. Yeah. I work in the internet, internet. You work in like the, oh, this should be printed on a gold piece of paper, but instead I'm writing it in digitals. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, if print were an option, I would have gone that way. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you would. You hate trees. Yep. Hmm. <clears throat> Uh, she also posted a sweet snap of the close-knit clans traveling about in Central Park, writing, So blessed and grateful to have time with my parents and another really special family. And then there's a big red heart that's inside the quotation mark, so we'll have to assume that this is not the New York Post commenting on what she had to say. Right, right. That's first-person <laughs> data right there. <laughs> right. Um... Uh, Tebow, 31, who confirmed that he and Nell Peters, 23, were an Whoa, item. Whoa, come on, man. Yeah, come that's, on. That's, uh, that's a big that's a gap. Big difference, yeah. But let's, I mean, eight years. Whenever uh, I run into a 23 year old, I don't know how to talk to him. Yes, but what do you you're say? You're much older than 31. I'm 36. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Not much older. Uh, well, you got to remember, I'm, I'm significantly older than you are, Phil. 37. No, I'm, I'm 36, but a few months, two months, two months. Yeah. But I mean, when I think St. back Patrick's on it, Day. yeah, the God, the most formative year, the years of my life where I feel like I learned the most from the world around me. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely March and April of 1982. Yeah, I wasn't the earth didn't exist at that point because I wasn't there yet. Right. No, I, I yeah. hear what you're saying. But that's I mean, those those two months, I feel like you're you're never going to catch up. No, you. This is the. I'm starring in this Truman Show, Joel. You didn't exist before I came along. Yes, indeed. Uh, we're not. They admitted they were not him in July. Admitted. They acknowledged that they were not him in July. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Tebow also took his folks for a walk along the water, taking in a few of the city's sights, including the Statue of Liberty. There we go. Yeah, where he's like, all that stuff on the tablet's wrong. <laughs> Trump. I mean. Possibly. I have never seen Tim Tebow say anything about immigration. Nah, he doesn't feel like he'd be a very political guy. No. He's with Miss Universe. He doesn't yeah. think about politics. Though, Miss Universe, pageant used to be run by Donald Trump. Oh, sure. He used to walk into the dressing rooms. <laughs> yeah, and look at naked teenagers. Yep. That's our president. Hey! <laughs> what a guy. Uh, with both T- Tebow's and Nell Peters' families uh, uniting in Manhattan, a potential engagement could be imminent, according to Therese Owens. Not Terrell Owens, famous uh, Hall of Fame wide receiver for uh, for several teams. And Therese Owens, show. yeah, who's presumably some sort of celebrity commentator. Uh, wait, she's 23. She should date around a little bit. Yeah, I, 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 would, it down? I would tend to agree. And again, I mean, obviously a lot of people feel very differently about this, but... I think you should have sex with a person before you make a commitment like that. Joel. I I know. Jesus is listening <laughs> to this podcast. He is. And I got to say, Jesus, I, I'm going to have to differ with He's you. He's going to leave one. a bad iTunes review. Yeah. Because you never know. Sometimes you get in there and you're just like, oh, we have different ideas about how this should go. Joel, don't say get in there. <laughs> News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. 
News, news, news. News, news, news. Browns don't lose. Uh, not even to the Board of Education. <laughs> Subheadline, don't win either. Oh, that's too that's bad. That's right. You may remember uh, a news, news, news we did uh, a few podcasts ago. Asterisks, a few podcasts ago. Yeah, about how the the Budweiser was providing these wonderful fridges full of beer that would right. pop and open. And they would replace it every two months or whatever if they didn't so, win. So the beer didn't go bad. Yeah. Uh, well, guess what? Much as the, the Browns were, uh, as, as overtime was expiring, mm. lining up to kick the field goal. For their first win. Oh, I bet there was a lot of bars where people yeah, were already like half months. open the fridge. People were undoubtedly lining up at the fridge as this was, Phil, a chip shot. The sort of okay. field goal that professional kickers make upwards of 80 to 85% of the time. Sure. Did they make it? It's not from the title of this segment. No, they no, did they not. No, they did not. Yeah. Uh, kick was blocked and the Browns tied. Well, maybe it was because it was an exceptional blocker, not a terrible kicker. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's not let's not cast blame on anyone. Right. Except for the the Cleveland Browns organization, which seems to have found yet another way to let their fans down. But in like, do a they new, still have fans, way. or are they like ironic fans, like the hipsters? They're like, I like the Browns because nah, they're if, bad. If, if you're around long, and allow me to say this as someone who who was a fan of a team that really abused my faith in them for for okay. many many years, uh, the Detroit Lions. Sure. Once you have enough of a track record, it becomes generational. I see. You know, it's yeah. it's it's almost like the church. You know. Right, right. If Although, you come from like three generations of Catholics, nah, you're probably just going to be a Catholic. And it's not know. because you really, and that's the thing. You, I come from a lot of generations of Catholic. It's been a while since I've been to Mass. It is, it is actually. I don't know if I'll remember the call and response anymore. Right? Uh, what is it? Ireland. Is, right. Is the, the, the loss of, of you know Catholics in that country is pretty stunning. Sure, sure. But that's what I'm saying. Should... Should the Cleveland Browns molest a bunch of children Good. and actively cover it up, you could be right. But as long as they're just sucking at football, that alone does not appear to be enough to completely erode a fan base. Man, that sucks for that state. <laughs> yes, it does. But they do have Cedar Point, so. Yeah, yeah America's roller coaster. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, yeah, so one week in and the Browns are still undefeated. <laughs> what a I smarmy see. way to start this. Ah, uh, there we this, go. Yeah. Now that's progress. Is it? Yeah. That would be a very that would be a very uh, uh, losing streak is half full. Right. How many <laughs> quotation marks have been in the past two sentences you've read from this article? Like I mean, the Browns. Yeah, yeah. If you want air undefeated. quotes, I'd argue almost every word. Sure. <laughs> you you could go with. Uh, Cleveland ended its 17 game losing streak on Sunday. I mean, that's one way of looking at it. Glass is half full. With a 21-21 tie against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who prevented the Browns from getting their first victory since 2016 when linebacker T.J. Watt, who's the brother of J.J. Watt, uh, who, who just recently, uh, the largest, what is it, the largest crowdfunding uh, campaign of all time. Wait, what? He he started Wait, like a Watt? crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He started a crowdfunding campaign to uh, to raise funds for Houston 
after Hurricane Harvey. Oh, Because yeah. he plays for a Houston team. They raised $46 million. What? Yeah. That's like its own government. Yeah, setting setting a record. Wow. Yeah. I, and Kickstarter gets, what, 10%, 5% of that? <laughs> no, Should have done I, a GoFundMe. I think it was GoFundMe. Okay, though. that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah. Did I say Kickstarter? I think you did. Oh, I didn't mean to say Kickstarter. Phew. Well, we just yeah. gave Kickstarter a bunch of earned media value right there. Right. Which they don't need because they're taking 10% of all of these true. people. That's They're rich. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Steelers, who blew a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter, also wasted their chance to escape with a win when Chris Boswell was wide left on a 42-yard field goal attempt with 144 remaining in the extra period. Oof. This sounds like a real contest to not win this game. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're both trying as hard as they can yeah. to biff everything. They were they I mean the the agility with which they dodged opportunity. Yeah. What can uh, Brown do for you? Not much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you don't win, Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger said, it feels like a loss. What a poignant phrase. If you can't if you can't win, it feels like a loss. Right? That's deep, man. Right? Yeah. Oh, Whoa. the Browns remain winless since December 24th, 2016. Christmas Eve, Phil. Oh, they won on <laughs> Christmas Eve, right? Uh, it was that like the miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, like the Browns did it. The Browns won. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Clarence. No, no, that's It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, that's better. Don't mix up your Christmas movies. And they're like, I'm Santa Claus. That's <laughs> yeah, Miracle on yeah. 34th. I'm the real Santa. I'm I, going to jail. I don't think I've seen the Miracle on 34th Street. It's the one where Santa's on trial, right? Is it? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, for breaking and entering? Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. So... So many times. Shouldn't have done that, Santa. Yeah. That's that's going to be the next Me Too movement moment. Is Everyone's going to be like, well, we, we got a hold of Santa's... What's he doing <laughs> once he gets in the house? Snapping photographs of all the ladies while oh, they sleep. Oh, come on. Not Santa. Hey, hey, hey. I had to find out that Garrison Keeler was a total that's creep. True. Okay. That that man meant so much more to we me. We saw Garrison Keillor's final show ever. We did, and, and that was one of the most like emotional moments uh, I've ever had. Yeah, I got to do it with you, my right. close friend. Yeah, and it, it felt so great at the time. Yeah, and then, and I don't know if you read the thing that Minnesota Public Radio put out. Yeah, uh, rebuking. No, him, I did not. It 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 was sort of like, yeah, we didn't want to say all of this, but you forced us to. Total creep. Well. What are you going to do? All your heroes suck. Yep. At least I'm not a Browns fan. Hey, there we go. Joining us now in the podcast, we have uh, English tennis expert, Lord Edwin yes, Crumpington. Yes, hello, Joel. Yes, uh, hello. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, should I call you uh, Edwin, Lord Crumpington? Please call me by my formal name, Lordress Edwin <laughs> Crumpington. Lordress. Lordress is my first name, yes. <laughs> so you're Lord Lordress. But Lordress. my friends call me Lord. No, I'm not actually a Lord. Oh. That Lord is my first L-O-R-D-E. Like the singer. <laughs> Boy, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. We, we introduced you earlier and we said that you were a member of the, the, like the British royalty. That's a common misconception. <laughs> See... One would argue that you've almost been somewhat misleading in the way that you present yourself. No, no. Everybody short. I mean, what's your first name? I assume it's Jolington. Mm, no, it's just Joel. Well, that you should go shorter. <laughs> Joe or J. Yeah, I've, I've thought about it. Yes. I mean, but 
but I like the more formal yeah, things Jordan, in life. So Jordan, please. please, I am about to ask him about tennis. Yes, please, Jordan. Yeah. You don't mind. It's very yeah. rude, and I I hate rude things. Yeah, uh, but you, uh, yes. your family has long been associated with uh, with tennis. Oh, the Crumpingtons have long loved tennis. Absolutely, many of the decorum rules of tennis were set by my great 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 grandfather. Lordress Elba Crumpington. <laughs> oh, okay. Elba? Yeah, like Idris Elba, but yeah. Lordress Elba. Or or the Island of Elba. Or the Isle of Elba, yes. Yeah. If you're thinking of taking a holiday, please consider <laughs> the Isle of Elba. Yes. Uh, so so you guys played, I mean, uh some uh, you have Oh, to... we don't play. Yeah. We would never sully our hands to play the games. We're mere studiers of ah. tennis. We set rules of decorum for tennis. And I was about to say, I think this is important for our audience. A lot of Americans, and I think, uh, you know, for for a lot of us here in America, yes. these sort of formalized rules, not being allowed to to cheer during the action, oh, like they don't, they don't make a ton of sense to us. imagine if people cheer during, a- oh. I mean, I can, because all of our sports, you're allowed to do that. Oh, terrible. The gall. To not yeah. fully appreciate, would you go into the Louvre and cheer at the Mona Lisa? Well, I wouldn't, because I find the painting common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, but I think uh, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about this uh, this highly publicized, uh, you know, on court uh, on court sort of angry outburst oh, by I Serena Williams. I couldn't even watch it. I tried to watch it, but I couldn't even watch it. Okay, well, just I think... hearing about it stung my ears. My ears started bleeding, and naturally, that means I had to properly excuse myself until <laughs> the bleeding stopped. All right, but I mean, a, lo- a lot of people I think would would point out that Serena Williams, one of the the greatest tennis players of all time, I think, inarguably the greatest female tennis player of all time. And I think uh, arguably the best tennis player of, of either gender of all time. Uh, highly decorated, uh, done so many things for the sport. It was really disappointing to sort of see her get caught up on what a lot of us would acknowledge are maybe sort of minor uh, interruptions of Well, decorum. before she even got her first warning, she already broke so many rules of decorum. Which I'm, I'm, uh, I mean, as far as I know, and I'll start with frankly, the coaching thing. Every tennis player breaks so many rules of decorum. They should all be booted from the league. We should start over again. Or you want to remove every single professional I tennis mean, player? I mean, it started at the very beginning when they walked into the court. Could you imagine a tennis player walking onto a court without wearing their petticoat? <laughs> I mean, I can. I feel like oh, they've been doing that for awful. for quite some it's time. So crass. I feel like you you need to go back to like the 19th century to see oh, someone a wearing shame. a petticoat to it. What a oh, it's such a sad statement on the game when nobody wears the proper petticoats when they're going onto the court. Okay, well, I will say one thing. Painful to the watch. the accusations of a double standard don't seem to apply to you because you seem to think that all tennis players are equally detrimental to the to the game oh yes it's the absolute gall of people <laughs> well as you know my family for generations have been setting rules of decorum yeah absolutely rules and of decorum sure. that don't include misleading people about your title and i i'm sure you also know that when you first take out your tennis racket your servant is supposed to rub fox oil all over it <laughs> to purify it before the game fox oil fox oil yes how does one extract fox oil well first you have to start with a hunt 
Yes. Because you see, you need a fresh fox in order to get the proper consistency of fox oil needed for a tennis racket. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then once your hounds have gathered the, the fox that you killed with a musket, <laughs> then you have to... Does squeeze. it have to be killed with a musket? Must be killed with a musket, <laughs> yes. It has to have that whiff, that scent of fresh gunpowder that only a musket can provide. Okay. Yes. And then you have to give the fox to your servant, naturally, yep. who squeezes its head until the oil comes out. <laughs> and that fresh oil before it congeals must be rubbed upon the racket. I mean, it's in the rules so of So you need, you need, like, a live fox. Recently dead. Recently dead. Yes. All right. You don't want a live fox. We're not cruel. But the, the head squeezing is going to happen on court so that the oil doesn't congeal. It's good to have it done on court. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. I mean, if there's television cameras, you got to think of the children. Yeah, that's true. So that's, you don't want that's that. That's true. So 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 your your gripe about Serena Williams, nay, all tennis players. All tennis she, players. But she did Serena, not enter the court definitely. wearing a petticoat. Warning one. Yep. Failed. Uh, Failed uh, to anoint her uh, her her racket with fresh fox oil. Yes, lose a point. Yeah. Okay. And then it was the whole uh, potentially getting coaching oh, signals. Oh, not by a long way. Okay. What 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 else uh, did she did she miss there? Oh, you should have seen it after when she was about to take her to go onto the court. She drank a sip of Gatorade. Yeah. And that- her pinky remained on the bottle. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Drinking a sip of Gatorade with your pinky remaining on the bottle instead of pointing up in the air towards Lord I, God himself. I can, uh, oh. because that's how I've always had a that's Gatorade. That's how you lose that's a game. I would argue that you might be hard-pressed to find anyone who's ever extended their pinky while drinking Gatorade. Oh, everybody did back in back in my times. Back in your times, you guys had yes. Gatorade? The decor- well, not Gatorade. We have to keep up with the times in some parts. Okay. I mean, liquid is liquid. You need your electrolytes. Yeah. So Gatorade, okay, but but removing oh, the Gatorade box oil. Gatorade is fine. You need to have your energy. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Okay. So there, she should have lost a game by then. Warning, point, Okay, game. all right. So she's she's down a game, but then we get to the warning about the potential hand signals that, that, that could have been interpreted as illegal coaching. Well, shortly thereafter, she she would have lost a set. And on, on the coaching? No, no, no. Before that. Uh, well, I mean, she everybody, would have lost. Everybody. You, you only get two two sets. I mean, it, it's, yes. it's best of three in women's tennis. You're oh, saying yes. that, that she should have been down a full set before oh. you even got to this coaching controversy. Before the, long before the coaching, upon her first serve, she broke one of the key rules of decorum in tennis. Is it a let? Did she, did she no, tip no, the no, net no, and no. not get called? When you hit the ball, you're supposed to say, apologies. <laughs> After every time you serve a ball... It's proper decorum to say, oh, apologies. <laughs> you, uh, that's, uh, okay. I mean, that, that's obviously a piece of decorum that, that, that most of the, t- I mean, are they saying it under their breath and I haven't been hearing oh, it? Oh, no. You're supposed to say it clear so that the umpire can hear. And then they're supposed, the umpire in return is supposed to say, acknowledged. <laughs> And that's, so that's the proper not, that's exchange. That's not entirely on Serena then. The umpire also failed to say... Oh, yes. That umpire was terrible. Way too lenient. That's <laughs> all the umpires Ironically, a lot days. of people agree with you about that. Yes. Just for different... Well, not that he was too lenient. That he Far was, too lenient, yes. Okay. 
Uh, so wow. at that point, down a set. <laughs> down down a set. Yes. So, I mean, but still then, if she hadn't been called for the uh, the illegal coaching, she still might have been able to rally and win two sets in a oh, row. Oh, no. She should have had immediate expulsion shortly thereafter. Okay, what was the immediate expulsion? Oh, it was a, a most, most heinous, most heinous issue. Oh, what, what did she, did she like try to doctor a ball or something? Or? Oh, no, no. Women are not supposed to play tennis. <laughs> um, it's the rules of decorum set forth by my great, 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 great grandfather. Yeah. Lordress Elba. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you I I think I'm okay with us not abiding by these rules of decorum yes I suppose some of them are dated yeah just a little bit okay thanks sir thanks for coming specifically the fox oil one (laughs) yeah and 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 the women one and the fox oil yeah the, the fox oil too yeah and now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Oh, it's wide world of sports. Everybody loves wide world of weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports. I'm, I'm sorry. Can you hang on? Jordan, you talked right through the intro. Yeah. I am trying now, to focus on the wide world of weird sports. Nobody heard it because he stuck his head in a canvas bag before he. He did. Yeah. Which, I mean, I know you. Gotta get up to that, that microphone, okay. buddy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a hole in it, though, that's directed at me and not the microphone. Right. So Jordan, I may I continue? Yeah. Can okay. he? Can yeah. he? All right. Well, here are the worst team mascots in the history of professional sports. Ooh, I like yeah. this. So when you're discussing sports mascots, all the same adjectives you use to describe people also apply. Mascots are interesting, creative, and fun. They are bizarre looking, downright weird, and sometimes scary, too. From MLB to NBA to NFL and beyond, these are the worst team mascots in the history of professional sports. I'm, and here, I'm a real traditionist when it comes to mascots. I think fearsome animal... Or somehow tough person. Right. By Those the way, are your only options. This this was uh, written in, on June fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. So it's recent. Oh yeah. So all these should still <laughs> exist. I I don't think there's going to be any mascots that that aren't going to exist anymore. Yeah. This is in no particular order. But the first one is Boltman. Ugh. Yeah. Is that for the Chargers? Los Angeles Chargers. When your logo is a lightning bolt, your options for a mascot costume are pretty limited. We'll give credit to Boltman for trying. But this is still one of the worst team mascots we've ever seen. The elongated face, furrowed brow, and gritting teeth make the mascot look like a prototype costume from the Jim Carrey movie The Mask. Ugh. Yeah, no. Yeah. And this is why you pick fearsome animals and tough people is because they're very easy to translate into a mascot who can run around and shoot t-shirts. Totally. Kids. Like number uh, the second one, Stuff the Magic Dragon. What? Yeah. Stuff? Literally stuff? Stuff the Magic Dragon. From the team Orlando Magic. Ugh, yeah, see, that's why you don't pick the frickin' magic. Yeah, it's a big green dragon. But even that said, how do you not just go with a wizard? Right. That's a gimme. <laughs> yeah, because Stuff is a big, he's a big green guy. Yeah. We love the name Stuff the Magic Dragon, especially for an NBA team. There's just too much going on here to put Stuff among the worst team mascots out there. Between the neon green fur, electric blue hair, pink wigs, and ears and a star-shaped antenna. Stuff looks like someone needed to create uh, at the last minute as a deadline looms. Yeah, dragons don't have antenna. Yeah, he's got a lot going on. He's a weirdo. Uh, the third one is Screech. Um, is is some team called the Owl? Oh, is this for Rice? I think this is the for owls. the Washington Nationals. What? Yeah. Uh, Screech is a bald eagle. Uh, the way we see it, there are two things wrong with Screech that make it one of the worst team mascots we've ever seen. 
It's named after one of the worst TV characters ever. I disagree with that. Samuel Powers, he's the man. Also, and, I mean, if it's a bald eagle, I don't know that it's named after... Uh, that's what? Right. Uh, hey, what's the this, show? This, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Executive producer Peter Ingle. Uh, <laughs> Screech is supposed to be a bald eagle, but it looks more like a hen with a growth hormone imbalance. Okay. True. Because I was going to say... show I, you a quick picture. A I don't look uh, like a bald that's eagle. not a bald eagle. No, it really does look like a big, cute hen. Because I will say not bald good. eagle, acceptable compromise sure. for the Nationals, but yeah. you got to make it look good. Right. The fourth one is Sir Saint... Is that for the New Orleans Saints? It is for the New Orleans Saints. Why Why? why not just a saint? Uh, the New Orleans Saints have a lot of logos in their history. Sir Saint is one of them. And if you believe the fan voting, it's one of the most loved. What we don't understand is why. The pencil-thin mustache gives them the classic movie villain vibe. And the oversized chin looks like an untreated goiter. This is what he looks like. Oh, God. Yeah, it looks like he's got Wait, is that a mustache or his mouth? That's a mustache. Oh, God. Got a little mustache. He doesn't have a mouth. How do you fumble that? Yeah, it's super weird. It's weird. <laughs> Who dat? It's their crazy mascot. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Stinger. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, for the, probably for the Devil Rays? The or, I'm sorry, the Rays? No, the Columbus Blue Jackets. God, makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as a team named Blue Jackets is unique and original, if the team is called the Blue Jackets, then why in the world is their mascot green? Well, I guess in the sense that <laughs> the yellow jacket is the actual stinging insect. Right. So they just combined blue, which they've added to jacket yeah, but for no particular reason. Doesn't he kind of look like a rejected Muppet? Oh, God, that it's is not, so terrible. It looks like the cheapest costume. This is why you shouldn't like, have hockey in Columbus. Right, if you go to like Hollywood Toy and Costumes on the day day of Halloween, you're just like, what do you have? And they're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, got this big felt green thing. And you're like, Ugh. what is it? We're not sure. <laughs> Gotta wear something. Uh, the next one is T-Rack. So T-Rack is of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, okay. We get having a raccoon as a mascot because the raccoon is Tennessee State Animal. But the team totally missed the mark. The Titans could have picked any of the 12 best Greek gods, but instead they went with a raccoon, an animal everyone associates with garbage picking and rabies. Yeah, well, I mean... I have long said, repeated this several times, if I were to be an animal, I would want to be a raccoon. Yeah. Because they're resourceful. Yeah. And they have opposable thumbs. Right. Those are awesome little critters. And they're... Survivors. But they're, there's one that always uh, pokes around our garbage. Yeah. And he's like as big as my dog, Big Head. He was huge. Ooh. Yeah. And, well, uh, I mean, raccoons in the city frighten he's me. He's brave as hell. Oh, yeah. I walk over to the garbage can. I'm like, get out of here. And he'll just stare at me like... <laughs> He, he like, like goes and opens the lid on the trash can and like yeah. starts eating out of it. It's gross. Uh, but but also, I mean, I mean, accepting that they made a little mistake there. The Titans are not technically the same as the gods. Yeah. They were usurped by Zeus and the right. other children of the Titans. Yeah, I mean, Zeus was born of Kronos' head. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, but you could still. I mean, I'm with him in that. You know, it might be a bit of a deep cut from Greek mythology. Sure. But those are really cool stories. Oh yeah. Use this as a chance to educate your fan base. Instead of the hot dog races, you could do the Greek god races. Yes. Wouldn't yeah. that be wonderful? And Hermes would win every time. <laughs> uh, the next one is blue, of the Indianapolis Colts. Did they just pick a color? Uh, well, uh, Blue's oversized googly eyes are the least of its problem. It looks like a nightmare come to life. Uh, and the name could use a little work. It's called Blue because that's the Colts' main color. Or was the mascot depressed? If it's the later, we can sympathize. The Colts are hard to watch, and they're wasting the prime 
of a once in a generation quarterback, Andrew Luck. There's, a little, there's a, little a little shot of blue. Maybe he's a little a early to call him. Donkey. Okay, well, at least he's a horse animal. But, yeah. And that's also really stretching it and calling Andrew Luck a once in a like lifetime. I don't know. This yeah. this writer likes him. <laughs> the next one is Wally the Green Monster. Is that for the Red Sox? Because that is. They have the Green Monster? Yeah. Uh, Boston Red Sox started playing at Fenway Park with its famous Green Monster outfield wall in 1912. Wally uh, the Green one Monster. One day after Tiger Stadium opened, it's worth noting. Sure. Uh, but Wally the Green Monster came along 85 years later. You think with all that time in between, the club would be able to concoct something that doesn't look like a cast off of the Muppets, but apparently it couldn't if you don't know what the Green Monster looks like. Oh, uh, that's terrible. It's not good, yeah. I mean, in fairness... I don't think they were working on that design for the full 85 years. Yeah, there was one guy <laughs> from birth to death who's like, I need to get it perfect. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I really feel like it, maybe they only started on it by, I mean, the 80s at the earliest. Oh, sure. <laughs> this one's a bummer. Bernie. Just, just Bernie? Bernie of the Miami Heat. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, hey there, Miami Heat. Can we ask you a few questions? What's the deal with your mascot, Bernie? See a miscolored bear an, uh, or an overweight flamingo dyed orange? How long did it take you to concoct one of the worst mascots in America? And on a completely separate note, why do you also have one of the worst fan bases in the NBA? Yeah, that is easily This the... is Bernie. Ah, oh. He's clearly a pile of fire with a basketball nose. Oh, I'm Bernie. Yeah. I thought it was just the name Bernie. Yeah. That's better than I thought when I first heard it. But yeah, that's the worst franchise in professional sports. This one I'm going to go ahead and disagree with. Oh? Yeah, the next one is Slamson the Lion. Ooh. Yeah. This is for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, well, Lions, king of the jungle. Totally. I mean, a total misnomer. And Slamson. Slamson's okay. Super cool. Just like the Orlando Magic stuff, the Magic Dragon mascot, we applaud the Kings for coming up with a creative name. And just like the Magic, we have to wonder how Slamson's appearance came about. Looked like they literally resurrected the Cowardly Lion co costume from Wizard of Oz and didn't bother updating it at all. From this picture, I disagree. Yeah, that I looks like, nothing like the Cowardly Lion. I like that it's a bit more of like a realistic looking mascot in proportion. Like you know it what? It's like a lion. I'm with you, Phil. Yeah. That was an unfair and unnecessary shot at Slamson. Yeah, I like Slamson. Uh, the next one is, and this is the last one, but it's in no particular order. So, Gunnersaurus. Mm. Uh, he's the mascot for the Arsenal in the English Premier League. <laughs> Over in England, soccer club Arsenal has one of the worst team mascots we can imagine. We understand having a mascot that appeals to younger fans and sells more merchandise, but we're not sure how a green dinosaur with an elongated neck and with stubby tails aligns with the team nicknamed the Gunners. You'd think one of the most valuable soccer teams on earth would be able to afford something better. And this is what I love about this picture. It's a really kind of like sad oh, picture my where he looks gosh. depressed and he's like kicking a ball and be like, thanks for noticing me. No, he's like Eeyore. Yeah, poor Gunnarsson. Yeah. Gunnarsaurus. And that brings an end to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, we're still looking for a sports, sports, sports mascot. So if you haven't, make sure to email us. No, it, into the mic, Jordan. You got to say the end bit into the, okay, I'll, I'll just do it. Okay. Uh, citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports. Sports. Into the mic. Uh, podcast. Uh, 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 joining us uh, to, to give our uh, podcast uh, information uh, is uh, and to do it in, in all proper decorum, as was established by his great-grandfather, 
uh, is uh, once again Lord long, long Edwin Crumpington. Great, long before my great grandfather, yes. So you can find our electronic email address <laughs> by first, you have to send a carrier pigeon to the sports, sports, sports. I, I don't know that we're, we're set up to receive carrier and pigeons. Say, may I please? If you don't mind, or you, borrow you could just, an email you could just email us at you. sports 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 uh, podcast at gmail.com. Oh, that's so crass. Well, well sure, but well, that is... this is definitely true. If you do want to find us on Twitter, the first thing you're supposed to do is bury a bean in your backyard, mm, and uh, if by next spring the bean sprouts into an entire plant. This is all optional. You... If you don't want to wait that long, you can just find us. We're at sports the number three podcast is our Twitter oh, handle, as they're referred to. Just cutting right. Oh, that makes my stomach. We hurt don't want to. Make everyone wait until spring to look us up on Twitter. It's, yes, it's, it's about immediacy. Or, or if you want to hear all the past episodes of mm-hmm, this podcast, mm-hmm. first thing you do is wait for the debutante ball, where the podcast comes <laughs> out and starts mm. accepting fans. Uh, I hate to break this listeners. too. We do not throw a debutante ball for each each podcast. What for no, each creative we, endeavor? We've, we've actually throw thrown a- no debutante balls. Oh. Yeah, uh, but oh. you can you can just go to soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast. That's awful. Uh, oh. Fair enough, but it's effective. You can definitely find all of our stuff there. Gross. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. I hate to break this to you, but it, it, it's true. My, my name's short for Jolius. All right, Jordan, into the mic. Bye, Joel. <laughs> <laughs>